Welcome and thank you for joining us today on our podcast. I'm Marvin Telemontis, the pastor of River Rock Fellowship. Hope this inspires you and builds up your faith and helps you to see that God is moving in your life. Enjoy the message. Be intentional about giving up your grudges. Let's read Colossians 3.13. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone. Oh my goodness, can you believe he put it in there? And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave Marvin, so Marvin must forgive others. God forgave you, so therefore you need to forgive others. Did you catch that? Did you catch that word, must? You must forgive? God's directing us. This is personal. To give up the grudge. More than that, This isn't a suggestion. This isn't a good idea. This is a commandment. You know what I've learned about commandments? When it comes to God, if I obey His commandments and do His commandments, I will live and live abundantly. When I refuse to obey the commandment, I am now in disobedience and I live with the results of my disobedience between me and God. He's commanding me to let go of my grudge. Now, a grudge is a deep, ongoing resentment that we cultivate in our hearts against someone else. A grudge is an unforgiving spirit that leads to an unforgiving attitude, that leads to an unforgiving action, that leads to a toxic heart. Now, I know that you know what I'm talking about here. Harboring a grudge is like petting a rattlesnake or a cobra. You just don't do that. Why? Because it's going to strike back. And that's what a grudge will do. It will strike back on you. And maybe you didn't even do anything wrong to get to the grudge in the first place. Grudges are dangerous because they are destructive. Grudges destroy marriages. A grudge breaks up families. A grudge will ruin a friendship. A grudge will split a church in two. A grudge will start a war. A grudge will destroy business relationships. Grudges destroy lives. I want you to know that if you're holding a grudge against somebody right now, I want you to know what God thinks and how and where he stands on your grudge and there's an if involved in this matthew chapter 6 verse 14 15 if you forgive those who sin against your heavenly father will forgive you but if you refuse to forgive others your father will not forgive your sins. Did you realize the seriousness of unforgiveness? Let me bring you up to speed on something. 
Now, I, I don't want to make this an apologetical question or turn this into some kind of, you know, are we doing a, a proper exegesis on something here? But I, I got a little food for thought for those of you who are scholarly. Some people want to go, once saved, always saved. But do you remember that story? You know that story of where the unforgiving servant had, let's say, a million dollars that he owed the king and he couldn't pay it back. And the king forgave him. And then he went on his way and then he found his buddy that owed him maybe 20 bucks. And he wouldn't forgive him and he had that buddy thrown in prison because he wouldn't repay the debt that was owed him. But the king forgave him a million bucks and he didn't have to go to prison for it. Well, guess what? Some people saw that, and they ran over to the king, and they said, hey, king, did you know this? He said, no, bring him back. They brought him back. He says, because you couldn't forgive somebody else, and I had forgiven you all of this, I'm sending you into prison to be tormented by your torturers until you can repay back everything you owe me. Now, let's put this into a spiritual setting. Jesus forgave me my debt of sin that I am worthy of going to hell. And he commands me to forgive. But I refuse to forgive what this person did to me. By the way, I'm not worthy to be considered God. They owe me a small debt. But I refuse to forgive them. Now, what does that mean, once saved, always saved? Does that fit into your theology? Forgive. I didn't say it feel good. I'm saying it's obedience. And I'm saying it's dangerous when we don't forgive others. What we are risking is serious. You'll be set free. There was a lady who was, she was wheelchair bound. All the doctors said they had no medical explanation as to why she was in the wheelchair. She should be able to stand. She should be able to walk. She would have one of her sons drive her to the cemetery every week. And there she would tell that son, leave me come back in an hour or two and I just want to be left alone. She would find a way to get out of the wheelchair and literally crawl her way to his grave marker. They said they could see from a distance that she was literally scratching and crawling at his grave. They said they heard her And she would say, I want to dig you up out of that box so I can spit into your face. I hate you. See, when her and her husband were younger, they had four kids. He took off for another woman. No food, no money, no way to provide. And left her and left the kids. It was atrocious what he did. 
Believe me, I would like to lay the fivefold ministry on top of him. But she became so unforgiving that it attacked her body. Her body became poisoned from the unforgiveness. It was so destructive to her. And she had no idea that because of her unforgiveness, she now became a burden to her four children because she could not forgive. Wow. How toxic and destructive a grudge can be even when we're not the ones who had done wrong, but wrong was done to us. Jesus tells us to forgive for our good, not for them, for you. Folks, set yourself free. I, I like what Max Licato says. He says, Unforgiving servants, like, like the one who owed a million bucks, end up in prison. The prisons of anger, of guilt, and depression. God says to you in His Word, don't sentence yourself to prison. Be set free. Give up your grudge. And according to God's Word, the way to give up a grudge is to forgive so maybe you need to forgive the grievance you have against your parents for what they did or did not do to you. Maybe you need to forgive your children for what they did or didn't do. Maybe you need to forgive someone for emotional or physical abuse. Maybe you need to give up on the grudge you have against those you work with or those you work for because they've taken advantage of you. Maybe you need to give up on the grudge that stems from the argument you had with somebody. If Christ can forgive you, despite the fact that you cost Him to go to the cross, then I'm obligated, and so are you, to forgive others. Let's forgive. But the big question is, will you? Will you? Here's a third commitment for a great 2022. Be intentional about restoring your relationships. Will you say it with me? Be intentional about restoring your relationships. I mean, this commitment is powerful and significant. It's, it's, the, it's a significant way to see not just your new year, but your whole life be totally transformed. But again, there's another if. Another if involved. As we read Romans 12, verse 18, will you read it out loud with me? Ready, begin. If possible, so far it depends on you, be at peace with all men, with all people. Notice that phrase, so far as it depends on Roger, so far as it depends on Ladon. As it depends on everybody else. But we don't ever want to put you. We're good with saying as long as it depends on somebody else, but we don't want to say me. So far as it depends on me. So far as it depends on you. 
So this phrase is personal. It's personal to each one of us to do all we can to restore our relationships. The Lord wants us to do everything we can to restore any relationship that may have gone wrong. Now, some relationships may have gone wrong in our lives because of what other people have done or what they've said or what they didn't do. And then there's those people that might not want the relationship to be restored. That's serious. Or those other people who might not be safe to have relationship with. They may not be trustworthy because they've been abusive. Because they have violated you. Or they may have already passed away. And it's not possible. See, God recognizes these things. And that's why he says, if possible. If possible. But let's be honest. We know about those, who, those other people who, why it's just not good to try to have a relationship with them. We get that. But can we be honest? Some of our relationships have gone wrong because of what we, because of what you have said, because of what you have done. When God's word says, so far as it depends on you, depends on me, be at peace with all people. That includes our family, our relatives, our friends. God's saying that if we have caused a rift in a relationship, we have the responsibility to do everything possible to restore it. If we can. That everything includes the one thing we probably have the most difficult time doing. It's asking for forgiveness. It's not always easy to say, I'm sorry, especially to those that we are closest with. I wonder how many relationships are not what they should be or could be simply because someone refuses to own it and to say, I was wrong, I am sorry, will you forgive me? Maybe God is saying to some of us right now, this new year, it's time to restore those relationships that you strained, that you ruined. Maybe you need to say, I was wrong. I own it. And I'm sorry. And I do love you. And I hope you can forgive me. It's not easy, is it? You want a great year? That's a big one. Let's look at number four. Be intentional to turn away from sin in your life. An interesting thing is recorded about the American Civil War. You know, after the war was over and the slaves had all been set free, did you know that many of those freed slaves decided to stay exactly where they were at under the bondage of their slave masters? They were set free. The sacrifice for their freedom was great. So much blood was spilt. 
And yet these slaves, maybe because of fear, maybe because they really didn't believe that this was a world that would receive their freedom, even though it was in writing, written in blood, they stayed right there. They would not let go of their bondage. And they stayed slaves to whatever the slave master told them. That is exactly how some Christians choose to live life. Christ sacrificed all that we would be set free. The Holy Spirit has given us power to be free. But just like those former slaves, some Christians choose to be bound to be slaves to the master of sin. Maybe they don't think it's possible to be free. Maybe they're just too afraid of what it's like to be free. Look at Romans 6, 12. It says, do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. Wow. The person who was a slave needed to walk in their freedom. The person who was enslaved to sin needs to walk in their freedom. Do not let sin control you. You're free. Walk in that freedom. There, how many of you guys have ever watched Dr. Pimple Popper? Woo, that's gross, isn't it? It's a reality show where there's a doctor who takes care of all the, the, the dermatological issues that people have. And I mean, some of them are just bizarre. I mean, they're gross. You guys getting hungry? So... <laughs> I mean, there's these big growths on their shoulders and big growths on their heads, and their nose would be like this big old thing over here. And, and you know they've had to have lived with that thing literally for years, if not decades. And yet there is a common thread from patient to patient to patient that when Dr. Pimple Popper asks, why did you wait so long to come in to see me? Well, my doctor had no answer. So I've just learned to live with it as it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Do you not see the connection? Some of us have got sin in our lives. And we have just decided it's okay because we tried this and it didn't work. And we tried that and that didn't work. And so we just have said, I guess I'll have to learn to live with it as it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. We're listening to the lie of the enemy of our souls. We don't have to live with that grotesque thing inside of our souls. Jesus saying, I paid the price. The power of the Holy Spirit, he's here. Right now, will you embrace it? Will you receive it? You don't even have to make a special appointment. 
Jesus. Just say Jesus. Jesus. Set me free. Just learn how to live with it. Let me ask you, you have a you have a thing in your soul, that big old growth? Do you have a temper that you've just constantly given into? Do you have a tongue that just loves to assassinate other people and their character and hurt them? Is there lust or greed or addiction? Is there some other sin that keeps you and owns you? I mean, in this verse, God is challenging. Matter of fact, God is commanding us to deal, to deal with sin. To stop letting it control the way we live. To stop giving into it. He wants you to stop obeying your old master. The good news, you can have the victory over it because all, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us, who sets us free. It all boils down to this, folks. Will this new year be just another calendar-changing event? Will you take the one calendar off the wall and you put a new one in its place? And then live just like you did before? Or are you willing to make these four commitments for 2022? Will you be intentional about forgetting your failure? Will you be intentional about giving up your grudges? Will you be intentional about restoring relationships? Will you be intentional about turning your back on your sin? This new year will really be something for us to celebrate if we will make being forgiving people to ourselves and to others. So begin your new year by having the courage right here, right now, to forgive yourself and leave your past in the past. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm saying don't let the past emotionally dictate and control your future. How many of you got a scar on your body somewhere? We all do. The truth of the matter is, if that's an old scar, sometimes you have to really think hard to find out, why was that scar on my body? What had happened there? I had a scar because I hurt my foot really bad when I was a kid. It was big. It was like the size of a half dollar. It went all the way down to the bone. The bone was exposed. It took forever for the skin to grow back in to cover it. It's still there. You know how big it is now? It's more like less or about the size of a quarter now. Less than half the size. Sometimes the kids will go, what's that? And I go, wait a minute, let me think. Oh, I remember. Yeah, that was pretty dumb how I got that. But you know, I can touch it. I can rub it. I can do all sorts of things, and it doesn't bother me. But if I was to keep picking at it, from when I first got it, if I kept rubbing it, I would have made it con constantly infected 
it would have never, ever healed properly. And that's what happens when we hold on to unforgiveness. We're infecting our soul. And you'll never be free. You'll never be healthy to grow and become that which God wants you to be. Number two, begin the new year by forgiving others who have hurt you and forgive whatever grudge you might have. Number three, by asking for forgiveness from those who've hurt that you've hurt as far as it depends on you. And begin our new year, number four, by asking God to forgive our sins and then no longer be a slave to that sin. Amen. Well, Father, here we are. Lord, we are grateful, Lord, that it's a new year. Lord, that we face so many trials and tribulations, Lord. Lord, not only as a nation, but individually. So much heaviness. But God, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. God, help us to live a life of a forgiving heart. God, it will set us free. It will give us a testimony for Jesus and his kingdom. Oh, God, it gives us hope. It gives us a new future. God, help us to say this when we really say we're going to forgive. That I promise I'm not going to throw this back into your face. Because I promise I'm really going to forget. I promise I'm not going to go tell others about this situation. It's over. I'm not going to gossip. I promise. I'm not going to sit and meditate about what you did or what you didn't do and how I was hurt and why this should have happened, why that didn't happen. And, and I just meditate on all the ugliness of my grudge. Oh, God, I promise not to tell others. I promise not to put this into somebody else's face again. And I promise not to stew on it. God, that's forgiveness. So here we are. And I ask you, is there something in your life you need to forgive? Do you need to ask for forgiveness yourself? Is there somebody in your life who has wounded you, has hurt you, and you need to forgive them? Do you need to forgive God? Or maybe you need to forgive yourself. Is there something you need to forgive? Would you raise your hand? You look up at me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Yes, praise God. Well, this is a brand new year. What a privilege and an honor to give us a new year. Let us start it off with being grateful by having hearts 
that are forgiving. Help us to forgive in such a way that we're not going to tell other people about it. It's over. Help us that we're not going to remind that other person who hurt us, who wounded us, who violated us, who abused us. It's over. We forgive. And help us that we're not going to stew on this and meditate on this anymore. And God, we trust you to heal a broken heart, a wounded heart, a shattered, devastated heart, but out of obedience, we forgive. Because you forgave us. And you said if we wouldn't forgive, you would not forgive us. So we forgive. As an act of obedience, and now would you do something in our heart? Would you heal? Would you give us hope? Would you give us passion for life? Would you remove the toxicity in our hearts and in our bodies? Would you bring healing to us, body, soul, and spirit? Would you give us favor with people and favor with you? Oh God, thy kingdom come and thy will be done in this new year because we forgave. In Jesus' holy name, and we all say, Amen. Well, we hope this message helps you to take your next step closer to Jesus. Here's a great question to ask yourself right now. How will I be different because of what I just heard today? Well, for more info about us, go to rrf.church or find us on Facebook. I'm Pastor Marvin thanking you for taking the time to join us.